0: Hello everybody, welcome to another edition here of Agavi Warriors. I'm your host, Eddie Tobias, aka Eddie Nomadic. And with me today, we're in an awesome location, of course, right here, none other than Little Woodrose off Tech Ridge Boulevard. And the general manager, owner, every every guy who's who's been able to help me out here every time, every time I get a drink, every time I come by to, you know, say hi to everyone here. He's always the nicest guy here. Of course, introduce yourself to our fans that are listening. I'm, I'm Keith Daly. I'm the general manager of Tech Ridge Little Woodrow's.
1: Uh, I'd tell everybody I am the owner until I deposit the money in their account. <laughs> um, but yeah, I live here and this is, this is my home and I love it here
0: and, and all of our great regulars that come in here. So uh, Keith and I have known each other for roughly two months. Um, we, I started working with, as you see, Rudo Technico Tequila. Our last episode, we got a chance to interview none other than the Blue Blade from AAPW, uh, Dom, as well. Uh, And so I'd like to change it up a little bit and give other types of warriors an opportunity to tell their story and what it's like uh, to grow, what it's like to chase your dream. Um, We talk about what it was like to chase your dream in the ring. And so we're going to talk a little bit today, Keith, about what it's like to chase your dream in the real world. Uh, especially in the bar business so just introduce yourself and tell us how you got started and, and how did Little Woodrow's here at Techridge you know uh, come come across your, your plate? All
1: right uh, yeah so I've, uh, I've been in the bar business 16 years now uh, I actually moved out to LA as a young kid and needed a hot meal so I became a bartender just to get like free hot food every time I worked um, and man, I fell in love with the business I love meeting new people I love uh, hearing new stories and, and uh, just having over a good time in life so the bar business has stuck with me uh, all along and um i came to austin texas uh roughly about six and a half years ago and uh after leaving my last company that i opened a bunch of bars for and uh opened a bar in dallas and made my way to austin and uh got with little Woodrow's and they hired me to open all their new locations for them here in austin texas so I have actually worked at every single location here in Austin, know, know the Little Woodrows brand very well over the last six and a half years. Um, I opened the Burnett location um, back in 2014 and then they came and asked me to open this location and I about didn't do it because I didn't move to Austin to work in Pflugerville. Um, but I am so happy I did, this has actually been the most amazing bar I have opened. In, um, in in my 16 years of opening bars, this, this was my eighth one. I've kind of told them I think it's my final one. Um, <laughs> I'm a little too old to do all the hours that uh, bar openings take, but um, this one has really became very special to me. We've built a very good uh, brand. Woodrose has been around since the '90s in Houston. Um, came to Austin in uh, the late '90s and or early 2000s, excuse me, and it's. A really cool atmosphere each location has a different vibe to them but we're all really based on regulars and the regulars make our bar just like you coming in here and joining our family and and everybody that comes here really connects with each other and uh, after doing like nightclubs and stuff my whole life it's really nice to run a bar that means something for people and uh, whether people are celebrating or are down on their luck, or just just looking for um, a place to be To have a social interaction i watch it come together here at a little neighborhood bar versus working downtown um you know we make we've also got all these tech companies around us so you know we 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 do really well with our, our tech industry happy hours and stuff but at nighttime we have developed into a really awesome neighborhood bar um with with a great following
0: and what's like the difference for those that don't know that are listening or watching like what's the difference between you know a a, a bar in general where you get, you know go get drinks and hang out at night and you know music performances and like a neighborhood bar you,
1: you get to know you get to know everybody you get to know your the staff really well the staff is there to not only make get your your drinks um but you're not just the next person they're serving you're you're gonna you become friends with them they see you on a day-to-day basis they know what's going on in your life they, we, I always say, and my staff does really well of making it happen, is as comfortable as your couch. Mm-hmm. When it's neighborhood bar versus just a bar that's making money off a of tourist or a music venue where people are there for the night and they might be back next month, these people are here on a regular basis weekly, some daily um, and it you get more of a connection you get more of a vibe, I, I call it it's almost like a community center um, I've watched people become that didn't know each other walking this door become best friends over shooting darts or just are just sitting next to each other at the bar one day and uh they, they spend holidays together now and birthdays are celebrated and um and and they they got the same connection with me and my staff that uh you know i had a regular tell me last night man like we're not here for the drinks man we're here because this is home yeah and uh he was saying that as he was crying yeah. over his dodgers losing, but uh, <laughs> it uh is has definitely made me realize after years of being in that speed industry where I didn't have regulars, like how important it is to just being in the bar business, I get to make it people's lives better by giving them a good place to come and feel safe and feel welcomed that.
0: And there's always, like, some sort of, like, fun event or something happening here. Like, I know the last, previous October, uh, this is October month, uh, there was a Wear Pink event where you guys played, uh, was it Mean Girls? Yeah. We and had, then everyone was dressed in pink. You yeah, had, like, a pink did. suit on, yeah, a tie yeah, yeah. and everything. Yeah.
1: So we, we did a pink party for Mean Girls Day. This is something my staff taught me about as, <laughs> as the old guy of the bar. Um, we were doing um um so we showed Mean Girls October third is Mean Girls Day, I have learned. Um and it was a lot of fun and it was cool to see everybody come together and do it. We have been came we always like doing little events and this location has become known to be the um the event spot, you know, and you would think that this like the the, the neighborhood one that's kinda out away from the city would just be you know, a regular type of bar, but man, my regulars love it. I, I try to throw an event once a month. We we, we throw a party. Uh, tomorrow night we're having our Halloween party for humans. And then on Tuesday we're having a Halloween party where we do a dog costume contest. Um, dogs are uh, a big deal here at our bar, and so everybody is actually more excited to dress up their dogs to win prizes than dress up their uh, um, themselves. So, yeah, we, we just like to have a lot of fun up here. We're always looking for uh, something to do um you know so the pink party we were you know did a raise we were able to raise 550 dollars from our little neighborhood bar that day alone for um susan g coleman foundation we we do like to put a lot of our um events into um charity and work with other local people in the community to to raise awareness um we do a lot of events with apa and, and whoever deserves it really uh our next big event um in november is uh we're doing um Uh, what was the name of it? Oh, Think's Veterans Day. Mm -hmm. Um, Veterans Day weekend we'll be doing fried turkey dinner plates and all the money that we raise from those uh, turkey plates will go to uh, Heroes Night Out which is a local veterans organization that does a lot for our veterans that
0: come home and need some assistance. That's awesome. And so like what was it that inspired you to really like obviously you said you first got into the bar business because you were just looking for a hot meal. (laughs) So understanding the, the kind of I guess, uh, challenge and like the hard work that goes into, you know, like chasing a dream, mm-hmm. uh, I, it's very honorable to see someone be still willing to give back because they kind of understand and, and can still relate to all the people that are coming in, you know, cause they, you've obviously been in their, in their shoes some way, shape or form.
1: Yeah. I've, i I learned a long time ago in the bar business that, uh, you know, my, my, job is to throw a party every night. I've, I've got an event space that people are already coming to, um, you know, I kind of joke around that what what i do for a living is is basically being a legal drug dealer you know (laughs) I'm, i'm selling booze for a living but i've already gotten a place that attracts people so um and and i get to have a lot of fun and and make good money especially back when i was a bartender and stuff you know i made just this cold hard cash every night and it made me just realize like how lucky i have it to work in a business that has instant gratification such as tips and like meeting people and customers and hearing people's stories that uh you know it, it started uh, a friend from high school that that got cancer at a young age and uh and this was in missouri and his family had to keep coming down to houston um for his uh for his care and stuff and so i was able to use my bar to throw a couple of events for him where oh, wow. and and we like and i'm very young at this time just became a manager of a bar and realized the response we got and the money we raised, and um, I don't know, I, I just, you know, while I was gonna have this fun life of being in the bar business and trying not to take life too seriously, I wanted to give back in any way I can, and the best way to do that is, people are already coming here to party, let's make it a fun party, and let's make it have a cause, and I've noticed every single time
0: people get behind it,
1: and, yeah. and they enjoy it, they have fun with it, and they, and they like being a part of that
0: cause. And that's rare to find in normal bars in general, you know, finding people that are willing to, like, do things like that. Uh, But I wanted to segue into something that just recently happened. You guys had a massive celebration uh, last Friday. Uh, Tell us a little bit about that and and how how that works, because that's, I think, what makes this bar a little unique. I've never seen a bar that celebrates drinking as much (laughs) as you guys did so tell us a little bit about about that experience and what people can expect when they come here
1: so like i said i love throwing a good party and i'm always looking for a reason to do it we have a and, and this goes back to little Woodrow's all the way back in the 90s we used to not serve liquor we were beer only and someone way cooler than me long long time ago came up with the big 50 club and you can join it anytime you want any of our locations but you uh you drink off we got we got a list of 50 beers that you, you know, in a punch card, And so it kind of gets people out of that element of just drinking their same old beer and tries new beers. I'm constantly updating the menu and uh, getting people out of their element element a little bit. So, and, and when you finish the big 50, you get a plaque to put on the wall for all of time. As long as this bar exists, your plaque will never come down. Um, you know, like I say, we have locations from the 90s. There's people that have, you know, there's, there's some of our locations that have like over three 400 plaques. So, uh I, it's and, and and what's great about the Big Fifty is like we really make regulars out of that because they keep coming back and we get a chance to know them. And so I throw a Big Fifty block party every year and it's it's a party for my my best of regulars that have joined the Big Fifty Club. And, you know, I the Big Fifty is usually something people do one time and move on. Well, because I throw the party, I have regulars that have Done, they try to do a plaque at least once a year so they can come back and, you know, we do, a, we do one of those like class photos yeah. after we do the plaque thing, you know, it's all about like just having some silly fun. And, um, so, but yeah, I have one customer here, uh, two customers, a married couple that they've finished it once the, the, husband's finished it 32 times and the wife has finished it 21. So this year at our big 50 party and, and we've only been open three years. I, checked in the history of all the little woodrows no one has ever came close to having as many plaques as them wow. and we have nominated them the uh the, the official king and queen of the big 50 club
0: <laughs> and that's through like all the little woodrows
1: all, of, mean, them. all yeah. of them you know i i i hit up some of these guys that have been managing for you know over 15 years and 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 you know when i told them when i was asking them how many people finished. They're like, what are you talking about? Like, I think I had a guy finish three times once, maybe five somewhere. Not 32. <laughs> yeah, I was like, and like, well, "Like, how many are you talking about? And I go, I have this guy that's finished 32 times. And they're just like, that's that's incredible. And I, the guy has never ordered his own beer. He wants me basically pick his beers every time he comes in. And that's, they're kind of the people that made me think of throwing this party for him. It's, it's a thank you back to them. Right. They obviously have spent some good money buying 50 beers here. So we have a party, and we, you know, we, we have some good raffle prizes, and we really just want to like let them be known that we appreciate their business, and um, and kind of getting all of them together and, and, and just having a fun night, you know, having some beer on special, and and uh, yeah, you know, toasting toasting our regulars is, is something I always think needs to be done. And more And thirty two
0: times to complete the big fifty. I mean, that's at least. 1,500 beers. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and, his, wife, yeah. and his
1: wife just hit 1,000 when she put up her 20th plaque. Wow. Um, they drink a lot of beer and, and I love it. Uh. And
0: it's different beers. It's like, like I, I know, uh, we were looking at the list uh, and I think we've tried at least half of them but you have them in such an order to where it's like, either a flavor profile or from a certain area of, uh, of Texas or, or you know wherever, wherever it's at you have it specifically chosen to go in that order so when you come in it's not like oh that's my favorite I've had it before still doesn't count you gotta start at number one and work yeah, it
1: over Yeah, you know and I have I have the regulars that you know they, they drink Bud Light or Dos Equis or whatever and like they're always like well i have drinking 50 beers like give me my block yeah. and I was like no you, got, <laughs> you have to play my game and you have to play in order because like it's a, it's a little bit of a challenge and there's gonna be beers you don't like on there but it's also going to be beers that you've never knew that you liked and totally changes what you want to drink. And that's, that's what's kind of fun about it. You know, I, when I first started with the company, I, I did the big 50. And when I joined little Woodrow's, I was not a big beer drinker. Um, and that like a lot of people were kind of amazed by that. And like, I just drank a domestic beer and I was happy with it. And the next thing I know is like, how i drink his IPAs and pale yeah. ales now. And, uh, um, really changed my my like idea of what uh, what good craft beer was, and living in Austin, Texas, we have so many good breweries. Yeah. So many good beers to uh, to really show off. I like to show them off. I rotate a lot of beers, so there's always something new on that wall every day you walk in.
0: And the cool thing is like, especially with me, the way with beer, like I learned working as a bartender, working in an area where it was it was a brewery theater, you know, cinema eatery. Uh, it was Flick's Brewhouse. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. So I used to work at Brew yeah. Brewhouse for a while. I learned so much about beer. Yeah. And then working as an actual like bartender at like a, um, uh, with AMT theaters, uh, both in Dallas and here in Austin. Uh, I learned so much about all the different uh, liquors. And so now, like, I'm trying to encourage people to, like, drink more, like, tequila. And that's where I, like, when we met, uh, working with Rudo Tecnico Tequila, I was like, hey, would you like to try, you know, here's some of the flavors. And so your favorite that you chose were, were two, mm-hmm. one of them being the Tecnico Añejo, and then... Love a good Añejo. Yeah. And, and, and it's so, really like, good. This and so this really one, this one was, like, your favorite out yeah. of the two. Uh, you ordered the, the Reposado as well, which mm-hmm. is now here at Little Woodrow's. Um, and that was funny that was my first week doing yeah, it so you were the first bar that I officially ordered oh, very here cool. I just and now it. <laughs> and now it's like you know starting to spread out to different bars mm-hmm. um but what was it about like the añejo that you liked that other people maybe not know what añejo is or, or go through like what was it about the añejo itself that you enjoyed
1: man it, it it just had a good flavor profile it wasn't uh it wasn't over the top and it was it was it was smooth where you know añejos just kind of have that little bit bite to it I liked it that it was it was drinkable because running a neighborhood bar I don't you know I'm not some big fancy cocktail place where we we focus more on beer but um you know I'm always it's always about changing and growing trends and tequila is getting super hot and it's good stuff and you know I don't want to be the little neighborhood bar that just has the ones that you know We'll just say the, the the tequilas that people know from rap songs. Yeah. I, want, <laughs> I want to expand people's ideas on what to drink and, and not with just beer, but with, with liquor and stuff. And so bringing in your tequila, was, here's this good product at a great price that I can pass on to the customers and teach them about it. And like a fun little label and, you know, the... The story behind it that you sold me on, it was just like it was that's just as much to it as the, the pro the liquid in the bottle, you know. Right. It's it's good stuff, but then it's easy for me to turn around and, and tell customers about it that, hey man, here's this cool story, this this good tequila that's up and coming, that you know, you get to have your hands on it, like you said, like one of the first bars to bring yeah. it in and stuff. And um, I always wanna I always wanna be kind of one of those guys that, that that brings in the new stuff and tries something new and gets people hooked on it instead of just, you know, them drinking the same, you know well Tequila their whole life, right? right. And um, kind of opening
0: up, broadening their perspective a little bit, yeah, about what it is. yeah, and, yeah.
1: You know, actually, it's funny, I get people asking me to do like a big 25 cocktail like competition all the time for the people that don't drink beer. <laughs> so, maybe we,
0: maybe we start with it with the I, have, I already have 10, we have one for <laughs> eight, each of our uh, wrestlers already. Oh, so, it's nice. like, really we cool. Cocktail, we'll yeah, we'll, yeah. Have to, yeah, we'll have to get started, um, but we also that. brought in AAPW, the mm-hmm. Professional Wrestling Academy. So, every Saturday, we're here doing our uh, after party uh, yeah. recording our you know little Facebook Live podcast um, so it's been fun uh, it, partnering with little with just have an actual location to go to to really like you know all the guys we're here every Saturday there's at least 30 of us fun, yeah, man. and we're just fun, drinking man. and yeah. hanging out so it, it's, it's a fun it's environment right it's <laughs> gr-
1: it's great man like you know always yeah. looking for new ideas always looking you know for fun things to do and man like I know like my regulars have gotten it kicked out of it like people that didn't even know about you guys until we brought you all in here they're all now super excited they're like oh there's wrestling down the street right. from <laughs> us you know when you gave away some tickets to everybody and they really got into it and and uh, so that's to me that's what it's about is, is partnering with uh, other people doing cool stuff in the neighborhood and really like expanding people's horizons and not just being a bar where we here's your liquor here's your beer right. move on do the next it's brought in those horizons, whether it's with a bottle of tequila, whether it's partnering with something cool, doing this fun podcast, uh, an after party here, the, the wrestlers come in, they're a lot of fun, they're walking around yeah, talking to everybody. They've got
0: their mask on. And yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, I, I totally dig it, it's, it's such a fun, unique thing, and the, the feedback has been so great about it, um, you guys seem to have a lot of fun, and then like I say, my customers that are already here, they have a lot of fun with it, and
0: kind of branch out, well, no, Little Woodrow's here, especially Tech Ridge, is definitely a home for all of us. It's where we're starting and then branching out and doing other projects along with Little Woodrow's. Mm-hmm. Um, but speaking of Little Woodrow's, I noticed you have a championship belt above us. So I know you have a story, a little story. We got about like five more okay. minutes left, so I'd love for you to like share that story and how you got that belt, <clears throat> and if there's any like bit of advice of people that maybe may like down in their luck or struggling, what's something that really helped you that you can share with them?
1: Well, perfect, because so that, that that belt represents that for me. Um, when I opened this location in 2016, right into 2015, um, no one knew who we were. We were we were kind of just out in the middle of this field. All we were doing was making money off of the tech happy hours and like being being busy at 4pm and then dead at midnight was really weird for me after years of being in the bar business. So it kind of got me down on my luck. I'd open this, like I say my eighth bar I'd open. I was used to success quickly because I was always in kind of dense populated areas. So for me, it was kind of a hard first year of opening this bar and uh 2017 i kind of changed my attitude on life and it's it's it wasn't uh and, and changed the bar's attitude it wasn't just about um what gets thrown at you it's it's how you handle what gets thrown at you and um and how you react to it and i neither one caused the other way around but man i really noticed when i changed my attitude and and decided to play bar owner here and and just embrace that I'm this is my bar um and 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 really it's about my staff they really like picked it up we brought in a good like we got brought in some new people and they really just brought in a good energy to this place we started seeing the nighttime grow. we started seeing these regulars we I mean we had this running thing where the, the 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 staff was that's my regular I brought them in here you know it was like fishing for regulars and stuff and we meet these people that lived in the neighborhood forever, but didn't know we were here the, until they accidentally like drove by. We're kind of tucked away off the side street where you don't really know where we're at. And as our bar grew in 2017, um, it became such a fun place to be. Not only did like we just we raised our sales, but the the vibe here, the environment yeah. here, raised to where I won't leave this place now. You know, I, I it was one of those, I couldn't imagine why I would come this far north and work a bar, like in the middle of a field to I can't imagine ever going back downtown and, and like being in a popular place again. Um, so to top off 2017 of like changing my attitude after our 2016 struggles, we won Bar of the Year. I, I, I was called GM of the Year, and, and I told my boss right away, like, nope, my, me and my team did this, and, and my regulars and, and my customers, we are the Bar of the Year out of the 15 Little woodrows in Texas. So they made me this belt, and uh, it was like perfect that I wound up, like, getting with you guys <laughs> yeah. and stuff, because, like, not too far long ago, uh, we finally hung it up. I used to walk around the bar, like just like walking around like a wrestler, like with it draped over my shoulder, like holding it up <laughs> to people, um, you know, the, the the staff would take turns, you know, putting it on and bartending and it, we had a lot of fun with it and, and that's what we like to do here. We like to have a lot of fun and that's, that was my struggle story is I wasn't having fun and, and realized i have been in this business at that point 15 years and I was only in this business because I wanted to have fun in life and I had to have fun again. And the second I started having fun again, bam, we, we got a belt to hang in our bar. And, uh, it's definitely something that we all take a lot of pride in. Um, you know, I, I I see regulars come and take pictures with it or like they have friends that are like, go to the Woodrow's in Houston. They will send like a Snapchat of it. Like your bar doesn't have this, (laughs) this, this, this is our thing. And, uh. Yeah, man, it's been a good run, and and 2018 grew even more. We're uh, we're looking on defending our belt this year. Nice. Um, yeah, there's a couple there's a couple stores that
0: are competing with us in other markets, but uh. probably get the GMs to do some sort of like you know six man tornado tag match in right. the for the actual championship right all
1: of, all of us managers are pretty old now so that would probably look <laughs> pretty bad But Pops, uh,
0: P- Pops is already like yeah. retired so I'm sure he can show you guys a few he can things show, yeah he can yeah. show me some stuff come yeah. by APW yeah. we'll show yeah, you guys yeah, That's minutes, right. Yeah. yeah I need to
1: get over there and do that when the fight's not going on
0: yeah. <laughs> well that's awesome Keith I'm really really glad that you took time to record this with me and, yeah. and share your story with all of us um, for any of you guys at home uh, is there anything any information that you guys want to send out any you know, social media plugs or anything so they can find you guys yeah, man.
1: you know we're on facebook instagram we're on all the things um but really man we're about being here in person um come check us out there's uh, you know a location close to everybody in this town we're kind of spread out across town with five locations here in austin we've got a bunch in houston san antonio and uh and, and we now have one in midland we're going to be opening up some more across the state of texas in 2019 but more importantly man come in try it out M- meet meet a friend here or make a friend here um and just have fun, man. It's, it's, you know, don't come here with the expectations of just getting drunk. Come here to, to enjoy yourself, relax, and uh, have a good time. That's, that's what we like doing, and my staff is amazing. Awesome.
0: Keith, thank you so much. Thank you. Appreciate and Eddie, Real quick, I just
1: want to say, Eddie, thank you for the opportunity. No You've been so great to work with.
0: Um, Continued success as we move forward. Will do. It's going to be a lot of fun, a lot of cool things. Stay tuned. Thank you guys so much for listening and watching at home. Uh, it's Again, Keith here at Little Woodrow's Tech Ridge. I'm Eddie Tobias, a.k.a. Eddie Nomadic, and we'll see you guys later.